Shalom, I am Rabbi Michael Pont, and this is For the Love of Judaism. And in today's episode, we're going to hear two brief sermons that I delivered recently. You could call them sermonettes. You know, they're very short, just little, little sermons. In one of them, I use a recent discovery to talk about science and religion and that they don't have to clash. And in the second one, I talk about the phenomenon that happens once a year, at least here in Marlboro, New Jersey, which is bulk pickup, where basically you could put out anything at your curb and the township will come and take it away for you. Whenever I give a sermon or whenever I'm officiating at a life cycle event, I mean, really almost anywhere I'm acting as the rabbi, I feel it's my job to bring Jewish values and apply them to our lives right now. That's something that I think is very important. And as a rabbi, I think it's something that I am uniquely equipped and qualified to do. I feel that the Torah is everywhere, that the Torah values need to apply to our lives right now. They need to speak to us every moment of our existence, every single day. And if they don't, then why are they important? I feel that the Torah is eternal, that its messages reverberate throughout time, and that the Torah has something very important to teach us right now in this very moment. I feel passionately about that. I want to make sure that everyone with whom I interact understands that the Torah is that way, or at least I feel passionately that it is that way, that it always has something to teach us, to help us live our best lives and to be the best people that we can be. So I took these two topics, one about a recent news report that I heard, one about this thing bulk pickup that everybody looks forward to everybody knows about because it happens once a year, just to, again, to show that we can apply Jewish values and the wisdom of the Torah to everything that happens in our lives every single day. Uh, So enjoy. Okay, everybody, Shabbat Shalom. So you might have heard uh, that scientists might have discovered a tiny piece of the asteroid that killed off the dinosaurs some 66 million years ago. This little tiny speck of an asteroid, it was encased in amber and uh, perfectly preserved. Um, I don't fully understand the science, but I read that the asteroid struck off the coast of Mexico and caused some kind of huge cataclysmic water event that surged all the way to North Dakota, uh, where and that's where the asteroid particle was discovered. Um, at this archaeological site in North Dakota, also a perfectly intact dinosaur leg was excavated, and probably this dinosaur, this poor guy, was buried buried in the blast. Well, poor all the dinosaurs because they all died. But anyway, this is this seems to be further evidence that the dinosaurs really existed. Uh, so sometimes kids especially will ask me, Rabbi, how come the Torah doesn't say anything about the dinosaurs? How come during the, the six days of creation, there's no mention of the dinosaurs? And they're up in arms. They're furious. Where are the dinosaurs? So 
I actually do have a response to that for them, that according to scholars, uh, on the fifth day of creation, if you look in the Torah, on the fifth day, it says that God created the great sea monsters, in Hebrew, hataninim hagedolim. And scholars believe that these great sea monsters whatever they were, were the forerunners of the dinosaurs. It makes sense in that we know that life starts in the water and then, you know, evolves and comes onto the land. So perhaps these great sea monsters were, in fact, the earliest dinosaurs. Uh, This, to me, is a reminder that some people in our society like to pit science and religion against each other. You know, that you have to believe all in one. You have to be just a scientist um, and not believe in religion, or you have to be a Bible thumper and not, you know, believe in thoughts about science at all. I think that is absolutely not true. That is anathema to Judaism, I would say. Uh, I think that we need both science and religion to live a full and complete life and to fully understand our world. After all, I count on science to help me understand how the world works. Science helps me understand photosynthesis, for example, and all of the inner workings of the human body, which are incredible. I need science to help me figure all of that out. But faith is absolutely an important complement to science. Science cannot tell us the meaning of our lives. Science cannot help us to figure out our purpose here. Science cannot help us to answer the tragedies that happen in our world and why evil exists. For all of that, we need faith. We need religion. So again, to fully live a complete life and to understand our world, you have to have both. They complement one another. And this example about the dinosaurs that, in fact, they are in the Torah, I think is a perfect example of that. So if anybody wants to take a field trip to North Dakota and go look for that, you know, perfect little speck of asteroid, um, I personally would be interested. Uh, I think it's a fascinating story, and I'm looking forward to reading more about it. And again, science and religion exist in harmony. That's, that is the Jewish way. Okay, everybody, Shabbat Shalom. This is one of my favorite times of year because this month is bulk pickup. I love, I love me some bulk pickup. Now, in case you don't, you're not from this area and you don't know what I'm talking about, let me explain. Once a month, every year, our township, the great town of Marlboro, For one week, depending on where you live in the town, you can put out anything you want at the curb. Almost anything. I'll explain there a couple of caveats, the small print, in a minute. But you can put out almost anything at the curb, things that you don't want anymore, uh, and the township in your designated week will come and pick it up. Almost anything. Now, you cannot put out computers and, like, TVs. You're not supposed to put that out. That is a special recycling issue that the township has a recycling center. You have to take it there. It also has to weigh less than 300 pounds. So, you know, you can't just do anything, but almost anything you can put out. So Marlboro is divided into eight zones. I've been waiting patiently because right now you're in zone one and I live across the street. Zone one and zone eight are last, but this is our week. So I'm so happy because I've been waiting. I got stuff. I got stuff. And if you're interested, you can come on down to One Liberty because this year we're going to have a water cooler. We're going to have a bed and a, a mattress and a box spring, an old crock pot. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a great year this year at One Lib. Um, just follow us, you know, at One Lib on uh, Instagram and you can check out everything we got. Um, No, that's not really true. I made that up. 
Okay. Um, but in all seriousness, I think it's a great thing, um, and it's very nice that the township comes and picks it up. But usually what happens, and if you live here, you know, that you put your stuff out, and at the beginning of that week, um, people come by and they look at they look at it, and if they see something they like, they take it. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Um, I'm happy that these items that, you know, uh, they've out you lived their usefulness for me, but someone else really likes them. I'm thrilled that they'll be put to good use. It makes me happy. So to me, this is not entirely different from one of the commandments in the Torah uh, that actually appeared two weeks ago and last week in the Torah portion. The book of Leviticus commands us when you reap your fields, the harvest of your land, do not reap the the corners of your field. Rather, leave them for the poor and for the stranger. I am the Lord, your God. We're supposed to leave some of our possessions for others. Our ancestors, in other words, donated a small percentage of their crops for those who were in need. And even in this week's Torah portion, we're going to learn tomorrow, the Torah reminds us that we actually, in sort of a very global sense, we don't own our land. And by extension, I would say that for all of our stuff, everything that we have, we should ultimately be grateful to God because God helped us to get all of our stuff. God has helped us to become the people that we are today, to amass the wealth that we have. And we should be grateful for all of of our blessings in life, including for our material possessions. So I think that bulk pickup is similar to these biblical passages in that we're leaving stuff for people and people come and take it. Um, the only thing I would say is that the Torah doesn't command us to just, you know, put our cast offs at the curb. Uh, we're supposed to share everything that we have. Well, not everything, but some of what we have, even things that are desirable to us um, with others who might be, who might need it. For our ancestors, that meant, you know, perfectly good and desirable crops at the corners. Uh, we should be willing to share that also. But still, nevertheless, this time of year always makes me think of these verses from the Torah, uh, these biblical passages, because bulk pickup is a good reminder that we should repurpose our stuff and we should try to share it. And I think that's a great thing. Amen. Okay, I hope you learned something from those two brief little words of Torah. I gave both of them at uh, Friday night services in May. This is going to be our final episode of the season, quote unquote. We're going to take a summer break and we will be back with more episodes before Rosh Hashanah. Of course, the high holy day season provides so much opportunity to have episodes, to talk with interesting people about the themes of the high holidays, all the psychological themes, you know, repairing relationships with friends and family members. There's so much to unpack for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So we will get back to it uh, in September. In the meantime, have a great, great summer. You can catch up on episodes that maybe you didn't hear. Um, and everyone, thank you so much for listening. It's really been a pleasure to, to launch this podcast. And I'm, I just love it. And I'm looking forward to more interviews with great people and more great episodes. So again, have a Kayitz Naim, a wonderful summer. Peace out. Peace out.